Another week of wise cracks. We have a special guest today, Bill, cool. in studio. Great. And want to introduce him to everyone. I'll do it. Uh, we've got Michael Sartain joining us. I once coined you as the next Joe Rogan. Uh, I still, I still believe that. I hope so. That'd be great, man. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think you're the most well-rounded uh, podcast host, maybe on the planet. I appreciate that. It's man. true, though. I appreciate this guy it. can talk anything. It's actually annoying a little bit. That's good, he's very well rounded. Yeah. He knows everything. That that's good to be well well rounded and and uh, and a veteran, spontaneous too. Yeah, and and not like like we're unscripted kind of show, right? You, know, we don't, you have no idea what I'm going to say today. No clue. Yeah. I'm nervous about it. Nah, yeah. just doing talk some sports. Former Air about. Force captain. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for your service. Yeah. Appreciate that. And he does his show here at Sticky Paws. Nice. Yeah. For nice. many well, years now. What is your show on? What do you What do you want? Uh, just anything? So it's a, a ton of different topics, but they tend it tends to come back to evolutionary psychology, basically like how uh, natural selection made humans want the same kind of food, uh, the same kind of uh, culture, the same kind of uh, you know men and women, what they're attracted to, stuff like that. That's ma basically what we it usually comes back to, unless we're discussing astronomy or physics or something like that. That's usually what Ooh, But now you might think, way above me. you might be thinking, John, what the hell did you have him come on this show for? <laughs> I don't care. Bring he also can talk basketball till the cows come home and football, and he's a Dallas Cowboys fan, so of course that's very close to my heart. Well... This weekend is unusual, uh, where we have a, you know, six playoff games, uh, wild card games, and and uh, <clears throat> we don't really do a lot of selection talking about games on the show. However, this week it scares me how much I like a game or two. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a few of them like that. That Philadelphia game makes no sense. Philly uh, shouldn't be favored. Like that's they, that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Tampa, what what's the spread on Tampa, that? Tampa Bay is one of them. Tampa Bay getting three points at home makes no sense to me. We'll get right into it since since uh, yeah 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 I said that. That's and we we didn't say a word before the no. show. No, yeah, I, I just you know I just met him, so I'm just, uh, I don't understand how Philadelphia's one in five. The second in the last six games, second half of the season, they played terribly. One of the worst defenses, one of the worst offenses. Uh, lucked into the playoffs. I've been calling them a fraud team all year long. Um, <clears throat> talked about Dallas to 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 win the division and early, at least four episodes this year, and um, Tampa Bay five and one their last six games and. Phillies one in and five in their one last five six. In the last six games. How can it be possible? I still want to look at this game and say Philly must be home. How can they be given three points on the road here? I don't understand it. Can you explain it? No, uh, I don't get it. I mean, I think the it's the it's where the money's going. I think people still yeah. think of Philadelphia going Super to the Super Bowl last yeah. year. And remember, like when we look at the lines, a lot of times we think of the lines as like, you know, the handicapper will put the line out, but the 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 what is the the betting crowd will move the line to whatever it wants, which is a lot of times you'll see you know, lines that are way out of whack, but it's just because, like, that's the, they want even money. So I think that's what's going on here. I think it's just one of those situations. I don't think Vegas thinks uh, Philly is better. Philly is so injured, it's crazy. Banged you up. know, and they're really banged up, and they can't do the things they were able to do last year, like take off and having Hurts uh, uh, take off and run all the time. A.J. Brown, I don't even know if he's going to play this week. Like, it's just, it's, it's a very different team. And, and, like, to be honest with you, like, the thing that was so dominant about them on their defense last year, I don't know that Slay and Bradbury are, are old. You know, I feel like they're too old to be doing some of the things that they were doing last year. They just don't seem to have the uh, same thing with Fletcher Cox. I mean, we just keep thinking he's the same player, but he's not, you know? They, yeah. lost, they lost their coordinators. I mean, they, they Philadelphia's not the same team as last year, like you said. So, uh, so I, is this, I, is, I do like Tampa Bay in this game. I usually don't bet a is lot. This, I was going to say, is this a rare time you're going to bet a side? There's two sides I'm betting. I, really? I, I bet. You know, um, 
<clears throat> this game just keeps getting higher and higher. It opened up one and a half, two, up to three now. Um, you know, I have a live odds screen, so it shows you every sports book all around the world. Yeah. You, you pay 500 a month for this thing. But um, now up to three, even three minus 15, you can get plus three minus 05. Yeah, I, I made a small bet on Tampa Bay plus three when it first came up, and uh, now I'm going to I'll be betting a little bit more. But my the bigger game I'm betting is just I, I almost don't get it. When, it. when the line came out, I bet Kansas City on the money line, minus 160 I found. Then I found them 170 on the money line. Um, I also found the minus three, which I bet twice when the line first came up, uh, Kansas City over Miami. Now the line's up to four, four and a half, and the money line's probably about two, two to one, maybe two, yeah, two, two ten, two fifteen. Now, I, I just don't see in, in in any world where Miami can compete with Kansas City in Kansas City. Miami's so banged up. Uh, Kansas City's fresh off a, a layoff, resting players. Um, ten degree weather. The, the the Miami's going to cold uh, to cold. You know, cold ass Kansas City. Um, Mahomes, so much experience. I was just going to say the Mahomes factor. Um, there, there's just so many reasons why. Like I bet, probably, uh, I, I'm not going to say too much for my bankroll, but I bet I bet a lot of money on this game. I usually don't bet that kind of money on NFL games. Mm-hmm. I have no problem betting five figures on a college game, but on, <laughs> on, 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 on a pro game, where any given Sunday anything can and will happen. And granted, this game may still be closer, and Miami may still win. I'm not saying that it's, it's the NFL, but. I just really feel that um, Kansas City is the right team here. It just it looks so public. It looks so square. It looks so non-Bill Krakenberger talking about something right. like this. I'm in um, shock right now. Yeah, no, I put a lot of money on this game. Almost, Where are you almost, with that game? Uh, Miami losing their top four pass rushers, like yeah. all of them out for the year is just kind of crazy. They've got the the corpse of Mel- Melvin Ingram r- rushing the quarterback. And I saw him out there. I was like confused. Like Melvin Ingram plays for the Miami the corpse. Dolphins. Bro, I, I saw uh, Claypool playing wide receiver for them. I was like, Claypool plays for the Dolphins? I had no idea, right? 53 and 53 man rosters are deep, I guess. Um, no, I don't. I think they're gonna have some trouble. Moster didn't play last week. Um, you know, I think they still have a lot of the speed on offense, but every week, um, Tyreek Hill gets hurt. There's some he has to miss plays because he gets popped. Uh, I just don't know how they're going to be able to keep up with this. The only the only issue that I see is that, you know, Kadarius Tony, uh, Marquez Van Valdez Scanling, these guys couldn't catch yep. malaria in the Congo. Yep. Man, they are they <laughs> terrible are this year, really bad. <laughs> terrible, uh, and terrible it's just you just, just see all the time. Like they would have beaten the Bills if uh, for sure, is Valdez Scanling <clears throat> catches that one pass. And then the other thing with with um, uh, you know, with a tight end, he, he just like it's one of these things where um, he's getting—he's not as good as he was. You forget that he's thirty-five years old. You know, you just think that he's—it's it, it, not like Witten where he just you know run blocks and run yeah. stick routes all the time. Uh, they ask a lot more of him, so I'm I'm cu- I'm curious to see how this whole thing works out. I still think, you know, there's this belief that I think Kansas City can just turn it on, but I do like the fact that Miami going to ten degree weather is is probably not going right. to work out that well for him. Yeah, I don't know, have the stat on it, but I and it could just be my 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 own bias, but I feel like there's been more dropped passes this year as a whole in the NFL. Mm, I feel like probably. every time I'm definitely watching games, definitely on Kansas City, yeah. it's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just nuts. I don't know what, why can't these guys catch the ball? What is going on? Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's uh, we'll talk about some other games, the other games too, just because it is the playoffs. We usually don't go game by game, but yeah. six games here, let's go. Cleveland going to Houston, kind of surprised me this line. Two and a half minus 15, even a, uh, almost a three. Uh, there was a three for, for a little while here. I'm surprised because Houston 
a bookmaker puts up a money to get try to get two-way action, but they also know with the uh, intent, like the pot odds, which what's going to happen during the week. Public loves betting Houston. They love betting this kid. Yeah, they love betting the quarterback. I love that kid. And 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 um, usually Sundays is when the money comes in. So I expect that game to maybe go down a little bit more. Though Cleveland has surprised me this year, and and uh, probably deserve it to be like a one-point favorite. I'm surprised they're more the more towards the three. Um, that's Saturday's game. So Cleveland, Houston, Miami, Kansas City. Um, it's funny that Miami Kansas City game will probably be going to a show that night, correct? Yes. With your dad, and uh, so we'll have to get that score. score it's a Saturday it. night game. Yeah, Saturday night game. Mm. Yep. And then Sunday we have Pittsburgh Buffalo, Buffalo uh, ten point favorites. Um, you know, I, I'm going to say that they, they're they're probably uh, it opened up nine and a half. One book, one book opened up ten and a half. It they probably don't want to make the game nine and a half or lower because people. Their tendency is just about teasers. So they'll tease Buffalo down through the key numbers of seven and three underneath the three. So that's why they'll probably, this game probably won't move off the 10. And um, people will probably, would probably tease them if they would with Dallas, because Dallas being seven and a half, teasing them down through the key numbers of seven and three. Um, let me tell you something that happened in this Buffalo game, though. So a buddy of mine, uh, literally, I can I can get you my, show you my phone. Buddy of mine, uh, line comes up, Buffalo comes up. 41 was the total. And so the line comes up 41. I, I bet it in town under 41, knowing the weather was going to supposed to be cold and windy, but not really a real number, um, knowing that it was going to go drop down to 35. So I text my buddy back in New Jersey, and I said, are, are, are you awake? I literally said, are you awake? Because it was like 12 o'clock. That's usually a pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I said, um. You there, I have a great play. You see there? You there, I have a great play. Yes. Buffalo under 41. I, I told him a lot of money. I said, you could bet 5,000. Uh, it's going to be terrible weather there. Okay, give me a minute. Okay, go. I said, go, got to go ASAP. You see my. my yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's done. Beautiful. 5,000. He's, he's like, yeah. So now, sure enough, the next day, it goes down to 35. The weather comes out. But I already had, you know, my guys on Sunday night are already looking at that game yeah and the weather details so and i also added as you could see here more on kansas city money line minus 170 but going i told him go back to bed so now i i tell him tell him this what do you think happens the next day he gets thrown out of the sports book come on he gets thrown out yeah. can you say what book or no no i'm not gonna i'm not okay. gonna bury here, him here in town no oh back back in back ac east. okay yeah, he got thrown out because he bet the under correct Oh, my goodness. Because it went to 35. They said, we don't want that kind of action. So it's funny you bring this up. Um, I mean, I just showed them all the text. Just, just sickening. I got to yeah. put the old man glasses on real quick. Yeah. Uh, producer Rob. Remember producer Rob from yeah. Canada? Yeah. He said, I've got a question for crack for tomorrow. We've got the Bills total sitting around 36 for the wild card matchup against the Steelers. There's supposed to be bad weather, yeah. but 86% of the public is on the under. Yeah. They're driving the total lower and lower. Should I be fading both the public and Mother Nature on this one? That's funny. It's literally, he That's texted me that last night. And I just showed you all the texts. Are, I, I bet here in town, I bet under 41 and under 40 and a half. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it went down to 35 yesterday. A little bit of a weather report came out that it might be okay. What they were, now I say okay. Still going to be snowing, blustering winds. The wind means everything. It's not the snow that people see. It's the wind. The wind means everything. The gusts mean everything. Yeah. So they were predicting 60 mile an hour winds, 45 mile an hour gusts. You can't throw the ball in that weather. It's going to be right. a running game only. Yeah. So that's why you could bet running backs over on the props. You could bet all the receivers under, quarterback under. Um, 
you know, but it depends as we get closer and closer, closer to the game what those wind gusts are and what that wind is. That that means everything. So uh, I got to tell you, it's a really low total for these two teams. Um, so, you know, Watts out on, on Pittsburgh. Well, that's that's Pittsburgh's defense is right. Watt. I mean, um, you know, it, it's – if but if anything – at that low of a number, I can't bet under. I can't bet under when I bet under 41 or 40 and a half. You know what I mean? I, I actually bet about oh, like 10 grand on this game. So I can't bet I can't bet under now. If anything, right. I can bet over, if anything. But I'm not betting the over. I'm, I'm, I didn't bet the game with the intent on middling the game. It's very hard to middle games, middle totals. I mean, it's, it's like a really impossible thing. This is a strictly weather situation. Especially the game opened up for about 20 minutes. It opened up 43. So then, when my my my, my one of my right hand men came to me and said, "Hey, listen, it's gonna be looks like it's gonna be some bad weather there." According to this Doppler radar screen that we have, might be some really bad wind and some um, bad um, gust gust of wind. So that's why I bet it. Didn't think it was gonna go down to thirty five the next day, which it did. Sitting at thirty six, thirty five and a half, thirty six now. As I look at my live screen, um, I can't bet the under now. So you could tell them I can't bet the under now. I can only bet the over at that lower of a number. It may even go lower. You know, public's funny. As soon as they see the, the screen on, on Sunday morning and they see the snow piled up in the background, they don't even think. All right, they see the snow piled up because, of course, because the, the, the snow plows pushed all the snow together. doesn't mean it's coming down and like that, that right, kind right, of snow's right. going to come down the field. But the public just thinks that automatically and they automatically bet under because they see that. Even the snow, it's fine. Your footing could be fine as long as the wind is not there. So we're going to see what's going to happen. But more, I'll tell you, I'm more upset about these sports books. This is the second week in a row now that I've been limited or banned in a, in a sports book. And I got my buddy banned here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't even telling him to bet for me. I was just telling him to make a bet for himself. And he was upset. He's like, oh, my God, I've been playing here for like a year. And, and they, they threw me out for this? Well, that's what happened to me a couple weeks ago at Caesars here. All I did was bet a correlation that was a mathematical correlation that a guy wasn't going to play in the NBA more than a few minutes on speculation of someone on ESPN that actually put it out there. And um, Schefter, Adam Schefter, put it out there. And because they were too slow to move the line and take the line off the board. Was it Wembenyama? Who are you talking about? Who was, who was playing? Yeah, who who wasn't playing that many minutes? Yeah, the, the, I'll actually read to you yeah. even better. Because I, I don't know NBA players. I'm not an NBA guy. I, I, I'm, I don't support any of them. I don't, I, I don't, I don't like that. I really don't like the NBA. This is blasphemy for him, that, <laughs> just so you know. Literally his favorite sport. Yeah, I can, I can, I can probably name six guys on all 30 rosters. Really? You're, yeah. you're a veteran. Yeah. You like, do, you, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you like that LeBron doesn't stand for the flag? Uh, you know, I don't like that yeah. he doesn't stand for the flag. I knew but, you were going to say that. But, but, you know, I still I support his right to do so. He has a right to do so. Well, we're going to be on different sides there. I don't know. I, I have, I, I have. I'm surprised as a veteran you'd say that to be honest. Well, but with you. that's why. I think it's the First Amendment of the Constitution yeah. that I'm supposed to support. So. I got you. I just, I had so many friends. That I, I had a guy that I was on ESPN with that I was on a. Um, I think I showed you my 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 buddy Gennaro Pellegrini. Uh, he was a Philadelphia cop. He he he. We took the tr we took a train from Philly to New York to do cold pizza together. And he was just recruited to go to Iraq. He's like, God, I've been there twice. Not recruited. And he, and he died over there. And oh, I just think man. of him dying over there, that kid. And, and it just gets to me every time. And I think about like guys like LeBron and these guys and not standing for the flag. And, and you know, you make all your money in this country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sure. You know, I just, anyway, I just think it's a bad example for kids. But like you said, people have the right to do what they want, I get. 
I guess. I have the right to say what I want to. I have a big mouth. Uh, Mc- Bridges, Mikel Bridges. Yeah. All right, so I went under, as you could see here, under his rebounds, assists, field goals, and points. Yeah. So I, I just put that in a correlation It's together. incredible. You can just bet all that. Yeah, Mikel Bridges is the... But uh, you get penalized on the odds. A four-team, we're supposed to pay like 15 to 1. Yeah. They're paying 6.5 to 1. So you get you get, pe- you get penalized to bet that. So after I bet it, I didn't think much of it. My prop guy said... Um, Okay, so he, he, he said to me, uh, okay, nothing confirmed, but there's a speculation he may get limited minutes tonight. Brooklyn is sitting a lot of starters. He's playing uh, because of the, he had a 400-consecutive game streak or something, but there's speculation he may play a little limited minutes. just to I remember keep this. his streak alive. Yeah, yeah, so Mikael Bridges is like he's a former first-team All-NBA defender, is a small forward for the uh, – Nets, when he played for the Suns, he didn't really get the ball much, so he was just out there playing defense because they had Kevin Durant. He got to uh, Brooklyn, and, you know, Brooklyn wasn't really playing for anything. They gave this kid the ball, and all of a sudden he's scoring 30. You know, he can score 30 at night. Not every night, but he's turns out he's a way better player. So, yeah, that's he a thing. He got two minutes. He can only yeah. play. Yeah. So the and, speculation was correct. Yeah. And it's not my fault that yeah. that that it's out there on Twitter yeah. and it's out there on ESPN. I had heard this also. Yeah, Pull he, down. He wanted to stay, keep pull, his consecutive streak. Pull the odds down then. Yeah. It's not my fault you didn't pull it down. Why do I have to do your job? So w- instead, what Caesars does is they they literally, um, you know, next day I went to go bet and my account's limited to $100. It's really funny. It's like uh, the, how the federal government works. Like you, can, you can't discriminate against people who you serve in a restaurant, but sports books have the total and complete discretion. <laughs> We're going to agree with this. To yeah. discriminate against anyone based on, based on mathematical probabilities. It's like yeah. basically they'll say, they'll figure out a parlay that only the most experienced bettors could have found. Find everyone who bet the parlay in one certain direction and then ban all of those That's people. That's exactly what happened. And if you, do, if you keep doing so, you keep taking the fat tail out of your distribution and then eventually all it's just all profit. They froze my account. I got a lot yeah. of money in there. Yeah. They froze my account. Yeah. I, I literally have to go down there and 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 plead with them. They they free, they freeze my account balance. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, madness. Yeah. No, I know you know a lot of pro gamblers too. Do you have friends that have this same issue? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I know a ton of all of them do at some point. Right. And it's it's back rot. It's it's anything. Right. Like they'll, they'll, sure. They'll Winners. If they just win consistently. It just really is one of the biggest like hater. But I think because the casino doesn't have a face for you to like jump on, right? That's the yep. reason why it's just like the casino is just this publicly traded corporation and they just are, you know, they, so they don't you don't have anybody to like attack. And so I think that's the reason why they're able to get away with it. And also I think the other thing is like the sports better in general doesn't get the sympathy of the, the, you know, of the country, right? It's not, not a sympathetic character. So when they go and say, Hey, I can't believe I got kicked out of the sports book. <laughs> a lot of middle America or the Bible belt is like, why are you betting yeah. in the first place? So that's right. Why. You said something interesting there. I've never talked about this on a show ever because people will say, what? what are you talking about? He just opened, he opened up the door for it. You said Baccarat, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can win at anything, John. He's right. You can go to the crap table, not even touch the dice. But if you win 10 times in a row, I'm a good amount of money. They look at your account. Now they'll say, you know what, Mr. P, Mr. Joe, Mr. We can't give you comps anymore. Yeah, well, you're, not, you're not physically worth it. You're not, you're not financially worth it to us. He's absolutely right. Yeah. They, they just don't want high limit play. You listen, uh, when we were out with Dana, what, yeah. did, what did he pull you and me to the side and say, "We're not going to mention the casino." Yeah, he, they most casinos. There's will a not there's a big casino. Him. There's a giant casino that you would never think sweats the money. Yeah, and they sweat the money. They with sweat him. the money with him. Yeah, but they and just, a lot of people. They just don't have other players to offset him, maybe, but they do. They do. They do. Of course, so they do. It's shocking, you know, yeah. to hear this. But going back to what he said, you're so right, Michael. 
There, I know guys that have been cut off from playing Baccarat, uh, cut off of comps. And by the way, it's a negative EV game. They're going to lose in the end. Yeah. But if they hit and run, casinos do not like play guys that come in and hit and run. Now, what I mean is they come in and they win 20 grand, they quit. You know, but they don't realize that they can win the whole half a million dollar credit line off you. But if you go in and take this 20,000, now they, I've been told from casino executives, yeah, you know, crack, they, the reason why is they come in, they take comps, they take show tickets, they take meals. Now they just hit and run. And they're taking, yeah, okay, we, but we have to be that lucky casino that gets their whole bankroll and wins the whole bank. I don't agree with any of it. It's the, the, the game's a one and a half percent, two percent game. I don't agree with it. I think, yeah. you know, you, you know, you, you, if you're there to book, book a game, book a game. But you're right. People don't realize that you get thrown out of casinos even just for winning on negative EV games. It's the reason why I want to go in and beat the hell out of every casino. Yeah, it's, it's, I walk in. I want to. That's how Dana feels. You have no legal protection either. Again, like I said, it's not normal federal discrimination laws don't apply to right. you because of the fact that you get kicked out for something. It would be similar to like somebody saying, well, I don't, you know, we're playing the Cowboys next week. I'd like for Micah Parsons to not be part of this game. And then just be, <laughs> like, like the other team disqualifying him. Right. From the game. But, but casinos can do this. When you think about it, um, I listened to Grant Cardone talk about this. He was like, he kept hearing the same names over again, complaining about the program. So he's like, let's fire our worst clients. Let's just tell any of the clients who give us problems. We're just like, we're going to give you a full refund and get out of there. And it's risk mitigation. And this is kind of the same thing. It's like the casinos are like, let's just fire our worst clients. Let's, right. the, the people that are winning the money from us the most or seem to be putting way too much effort into this. Let's let's get rid of those. People. You're spot on. And there's no but, but there's people no people are going to believe this. Yeah. They're going to say, what? But no the, way. But, but when you look at it legally and you look at it logically, just from a mathematical standpoint, if you had a business where I could just get rid of my competition, like literally just could get not interact with them, then you would do so. It would be stupid for you to not do so, even though it may be immoral. Right. I wonder, could you get away with if you did get thrown out? Going back and saying, I identify as a loser. Let me back in. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it's funny you say that part. That was going to be my next part of something. And it's going back in. What I don't understand is, don't the sports books realize, now I'm going to play under John Orlando's name, under Michael's name. I'm going to, I'm going to play anyway. Yeah. Right. Now you're going to get me. I'm just going to beard in. By the way, you have to give me a bonus now. You have to for sign up. And you're not going to know it's Bill Krakenberger playing. Yeah, you're right. not going to know. At first, you're not, well, you're never going to know it's me, but you're never going to know it's someone sharp at first. It's going to take a while right. to identify, hey, this guy's betting prop bets, this guy's betting secondary markets, this guy's betting correlations. You know, you're, it's going to take a while, whereas right. if you just book me for a certain amount of money, you know it's me, you know to move your line. Right, they're getting get the, the information. Get the information, get the customers on the other side of Does that. Does this ever happen with, like, DraftKings? Do you ever have, like, uh, guys who are really sharp there? I'm banned? not allowed to play at DraftKings or FanDuel on, on, on the apps. Or, or by, by the way... Everywhere over there. Yeah. Bet Rivers, everywhere on the East Coast. They threw me off the apps. They do book me at the counter for $1,000 max. Um, at, at the counter, I have to go to Foxwoods. Now, Atlantic City is $500. They have one place at resorts. It's $500 max at the counter for me. Foxwoods has DraftKings, $1,000. So does DraftKings identify you, identify you by name, or have you just had so much action they thought was toxic that they, they banned you? Uh, they, they know my name when I come up there because I'm going to go over to ten thousand dollar mark mm. cumulatively. Okay. So you have to give your ID and stuff, so they know who's betting, and um, you know they they have to approve every bet. So they so it goes back. By the way, it goes back to Vegas right yeah. here on Durango is where the approval, yeah. even though it's in Connecticut wherever it may be, the approval's done here in Nevada, and they say okay, Bill Krakenberger's over there. Okay, yeah, we'll give him a dime. I'll give him a nickel. I'll give him a dime. So I'm happy I'm getting that. I'm not going to be upset at that. And you know they they don't want. 
they don't want you and me being on the app. All three of us, and I'll say to you guys, all right, guys, on the count of, you know, down to one, one, two, three, three, two, one, bang. You hit it, you hit it, I hit it. They don't want to get hit on the same bet together. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that, that therefore, uh, they're, they're afraid that you're going to circumvent the limits that they have by us hitting it. So that so they tr they throw the sharper people off the apps. Yeah. Um. And, and again, I think that's even wrong. Take five hundred dollars on the app and, and move your line and you know learn. But they don't. They, they want you. To, at least they're taking my bets at the counter. I, I can't blame them. And yeah. You know they they don't want. Um. You know it's funny. Um. I actually had an article that I that I that I showed someone. They just don't want people. Uh, DraftKings has openly said it that they don't want people that win. Uh, you know, the, the, the oh, wow. CEO. <laughs> you know, the, no, the, he he actually. The, I, I was on. I did a show on 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 Showtime called Action a couple of years ago. I did four episodes. We did a docu series. I was on there with the with the uh, CEO of DraftKings, Jason Robbins. Um, he 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 messed up by saying that yeah. pu publicly that uh, you know they they don't want any they just don't want anyone that wins. Um, so they 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 just don't they don't want anyone that wins. But you really listen. No sports books don't want anyone that wins. I mean, really long term. But sure. But they but they book you. You know, um, it's funny. Look, as as we're on here, guys. I just got two props here at uh, 11 a.m. As you see, uh, Pittsburgh props. Buffalo quarterback Allen under 223 yards, and Rudolph under 173 and a yeah. half yards. And that's what I just said. I said the quarterbacks. Uh, does that count rushing yards for Allen? No, that, that that's just a just a, passing yards. Passing yards. Yeah. yeah. You like that? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, well, I, I just, like, I, I've just been watching them. They they ran for 266 yards against the Cowboys. Like right. that's what they want to do is run the ball. Right. Uh, do you do you ever bet? Uh, I will be betting if the Cowboys make it to the divisional round that they will not make it to the conference championship. Bite your tongue! Oh, How oh, could you do let this? Me, let, me finish. Wow. let me finish what I'm saying. Oh. I want them to go to the NFC Championship, and I think that they're good enough to do it. Yeah. But one way or the other, I'm getting paid. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like if they if they lose, like they have, you know, they haven't been to the divisional uh, round in 27 years. Yeah. Uh, then hey, I'm gonna at least make some money, right? And if they do, like trust me, if I I'm gonna bet four figures, whatever. Uh, if I make if I lose that money, I won't care because the Cowboys are in the NFC Championship right. game. So, it's win win. Yeah, it's win win. That's the way I'm looking at it. But I've just like I've watched this story happen too many times. It's crazy. The right? one seed, the two seed. It doesn't make any. Why difference. can't they? Why has it been so long? Like, how does a team like the Cowboys that have the money? Mm -hmm. how, how does this happen? Um, I think the the situation. If you were to look at Will McClay, who's there, who, he's a, he's their de facto GM. He's the guy who actually picks the players. He's fantastic. He might be the best in the entire league. There's lead, There's teams pulling up the dump truck trying to get uh, him away from the Cowboys. The problem is what they do is they believe in their own players too much, and they re-sign guys they shouldn't sign. They shouldn't have re-signed Jalen Smith. The, uh, the Ezekiel Elliott contract is probably one of the worst in the last 10 years. It's a horrible contract for the Cowboys. Finally got out from underneath it. Uh, and so they just keep re-signing players that they shouldn't have re-signed over and over again. They keep believing too much in their own guys, and it causes them to have some some issues in the front office. They made some really bad decisions. They could have signed Dak for $23 million a year. Instead, we're going to wait a year, and it's $44 million a year now. Like they <laughs> Amazing just did, what they gave they absolutely don't know what they're doing. Uh, and so you see that over and over again. I think that's part of the reason is, is um, the bad front office management. But the other reason is generally what happens around the end of the season, Jerry does something stupid that draws right. the ire and attention of the referees, the NFL, and the media, the betting public, everyone on the Cowboys. And the Cowboys just like have these distractions to deal with in addition to it's, – it's Tony Romo going to Cabo. It's just something that happens every every year. It's it's, a, it's a, Terrell Owens crying. It's just every year for 20 – I'm just <laughs> – I'm trying to – 
it's just it's just Jerry will do something like you saw yesterday. I don't know if you guys heard Jerry say, uh, "Yeah, what you know? What about uh, Mike McCarthy's future?" And he goes, "Oh, you know, he's a great coach, and I, we're really happy to have him, and we'll just see how everything goes." And I'm like, "We'll see everything." He just had t- three 12 win seasons, and we'll see. He goes, "We'll see game to game." And I'm like, "That sounds like you're going to fire your coach." And again, it's stuff like that. It's these added distractions. I think that's part of the reason why the Cowboys always have trouble whenever they get to the divisional round. He's too much involved with the team. He's too Jones, much involved. It's like Al Davis. Yeah, he's just too much involved. Uh, people actually, some people actually liked Al Davis. No one likes Jerry Jones. Um, but anyway, let's go on My, to that game. That uh, game seven and a half. Okay, go ahead. That game seven and a half and fifty-one. There's actually an eight here in town too. Um, you know, believe it or not, I I I, I do like Dallas in a teaser, teasing it down. But believe it or not, even in that game, I I, I don't trust that that. Who knows? Maybe Green Bay can even win the game. But I did bet a teaser with Dallas, thinking they all they have to do is win the game. So, um, but there is a situation there where uh, I seen that that this this game, you know, why, seven and a half is not even a really good line. They should have made the line like nine and a half. And let me tell you why. If I'm a a sports book owner, I am not letting people tease down like they're letting you tease right now from seven and a half down to one and a half, the six point teaser. I would make it a, a nine and a half, and you want to put a seven point teaser and charge a dollar fifty or dollar forty, whatever mm-hmm. they charge on a seven point teaser. So I, there's not really much of a difference between seven and a half and nine and a half. I'm surprised they didn't do that in this game. But uh, what do you want to say about the game? Dallas uh, game. Not the or Dallas not the game, but just oh. Texas in general. Okay. My friend Alex for the last six weeks has said the Texans are going to the Super Bowl. The Texans are going to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to ask both of you, no. are the Texans going to the Super Bowl? No, you tell no me, chance. Bill. Um, no chance? Sartain? I, I, I don't think they could beat Baltimore, yeah. but I think they're really good. And because, like, I just don't think people understand how good C.J. Stroud is. I've been watching right, him every right. week. He's fun to watch, it, it's, man. It's not just that he's fun to watch. There are There's things, like, I watched this with Trevor Lawrence, and I remember the first year, like, with uh, Peyton Manning. There were things Peyton Manning, you saw the arm strength, and he's like, but he didn't quite get it. He led the league in interceptions. And then you see it with guys like, say, uh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston doesn't see things. He doesn't see the underneath coverage. He just he he follows the receiver. He You see some guys get it and not get it. Lamar Jackson has figured things out. Like, he's gotten way better uh, with his reads. When I watch C.J. Stroud, he got it from the beginning. Yeah. Like, there are throws he shouldn't be able to make that he can make falling back. Like, he's one of these yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, falling back. He's so talented that he can throw the ball with velocity from, like, with no platform yep. uh, in all kinds of different ways and when you watch him the way his feet stay active and the way he goes he goes down his progression he looks like a guy who's been in the league for five or six years he looks like the guy in his mid-30s who finally gets yeah. it but he gets it his rookie year I just don't think people recognize how good this kid is and uh, you're, you're you know, spot on yeah yeah he's so good if they had Tank Dell maybe I think they would have a chance the problem is no I, I just their defense is good but not, I don't know if it's good enough to stop the running game of, of Baltimore so no I don't think they're good enough to beat Baltimore I th- so I don't I don't see Houston what go I, to the Super Bowl what I love about him is you rarely see him hesitate whether when he gets pressured he if he decides to run he goes if he's gonna you know run and throw whatever he's gonna do he doesn't hesitate that's like Dak hesitates a lot for me right it's like a lot of those quarterbacks in in this situation too rookies don't fare well but I'm gonna tell you something he's he's I don't even consider him a rookie like you said right he's like a veteran and I don't think that's gonna affect him at all I just think that he can't go you know this Cleveland game's a very tough game Cleveland's Cleveland's a solid team they, they may get by this game but i don't see them getting uh, any deeper though but i root for the kid i like him a lot uh but you know you think about what jackson's done this year what a year oh my god what a, what a what a team yeah baltimore's great uh, jackson's great um he really is we, we were last year we talked about him holding out 
you know, he wanted a guaranteed contract. And look what happens. He comes back this year, doesn't even get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always prone to injury, doesn't even get hurt, has an unbelievable year, deserves the MVP, and they deserve to be in the Super Bowl too. So if you had to pick a long shot to make it to the Super Bowl, who would it be? The longest shot I would probably say would be the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs oh. could still turn it on. They yeah, still have sure. Chris Jones. They like they still could turn it on. It is mostly the personnel that they had, you know, last year uh, or the year before. So like I, I that would be the long shot. And the other long shot would be the Cowboys. I mean, that would be. I just don't see any way the Cowboys can stop San Francisco's running game. Or <laughs> I mean, so the thing with the Cowboys is they they've spent years making the smallest, fastest defense in the NFL, and it works. If they get the lead, they will crush you. They have four dominant pass rushers and a Diggy Zua, the D tackle who who can rush the quarterback they're they they have speed at corner they have depth at corner they run three safeties up there at the same time the problem is when you look at Marquise Bell he's smaller than me legitimately Marquise Bell is like a 212 pound middle linebacker uh, they run guy Damone Clark is like maybe 221 uh, when they had Van Der Esch and they had Jonathan Hankins both the guys who've gotten hurt they could stop the run because they had a 330 pound defensive tackle and then they had uh, uh uh, Van Der Esch, who looks like a linebacker, like a Ray Lewis, 255-pound linebacker. The Cowboys don't have anyone like that before. They are so incredibly small that you see teams like uh, Buffalo running all over them. San Francisco and Baltimore, there's nothing I think the Cowboys could do defensively to stop those players. Like You take Michael Parsons out of, the, out of the situation when Michael Parsons is maybe like 231 and he's going up against a left tackle. That works when he's rushing the quarterback. It doesn't work whenever they're trying to run the ball. So I, I think that's the issue. But yeah, the Cowboys would be the, the other long shot, I would say, because nobody can guard CeeDee Lamb. Nobody. How, how about you, Bill? If you had to pick a long shot. Yeah, uh, it, it would be the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs, uh, yeah. What are they right now? Just to, just, listen. Just to win the AFC, you can get plus five and a half to one. Wow. Nothing to do with the Super Bowl. So uh, just to win the AFC, like I said, um, here, Super Bowl. Let me give you a Super Bowl. Ravens are, are, are plus three to one. Uh, and you could, by the way, this is a yes no market, which is very unusual to find yes no markets. You can lay no. Uh, the Chiefs are plus 11 to one to win the Super Bowl. Cowboys plus eight to one. I would think the Chiefs would be a, a bigger favorite than the Cowboys, yeah. but, but it's not. The Cowboys are plus eight to one. Uh, to win the Super Bowl, um, and the Chiefs are what plus eleven to one. Wow! Yeah, what would have to happen? I think would like say the Rams knock off the 49ers, something like that would yep. have to happen. I think, and then the Cowboys end up playing the NFC Championship against Detroit or Philadelphia or something like that. I think that's the only. One. Then I see the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, but something would have to happen. Like they would have to get Hankins back, and they would have to figure out a way to stop the run because they just don't have any. Like that is, if you go look, uh, I think eight of the top ten rushing offenses in the NFL made the playoffs, and every time the Cowboys lost, it was because even when they lost to the Cardinals, it was the Cardinals had like uh, I want to say two hundred yards rushing against them. It's like. Like there, there's this one problem that they have. I don't know if you remember uh, when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl. The next year, they didn't even make the playoffs because they couldn't stop the run. It was one of these situations where when you have this particular problem and you can't solve it, there's every team can beat you. The Patriots, that was 0-1 when yeah. they won the first one? And yeah. the, they and didn't the, make the playoffs next the year? next year, they didn't, I didn't make, realize they didn't make And the then they won the Super Bowl the year after that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, the last game is uh, Detroit and the Rams. Might as, well, might as well talk about it. Three, three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, don't be surprised if the Rams don't stay close to this game. I know the place is going to be crazy, Ford Field, uh, Detroit. Uh, but the Rams have, have really had a good second half of the season. And uh, I, I just seen a, the odds I couldn't believe. It. You know what the odds on the Rams to win the Super Bowl is? What do you think? Uh, probably 20 to 1. I was going to say 20. 55 to 1. 55 you can to get one? 55 to 1. Dude. I mean, just that, I didn't think it would be that high. I and the Rams any, just any beat team. San Francisco, right? Yeah, Last but week? I mean, they, they beat the shell one, of San Francisco. Right, right. Like they didn't. Um, 
Ayuk was playing. Uh, Debo played for a little bit. Uh, McCarthy did, or uh, McCaffrey did not play. Uh, was his their starting quarterback did not play. Uh, Purdy he didn't play. There's yeah. a bunch of guys that doesn't count. There. He yeah. knows more about yeah. the players than me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I knew that's why I wanted to have him. Yeah, because I play Ultimate Team. That's why I play. Oh. I play Madden Ultimate okay. Team. Okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, but but uh, so that's the last game there. I, I, I would lean to the Rams there, but not not nothing. Uh, I mean, they're scary. They have this thing where like you just can't cover either. They have two wide receivers you legitimately cannot cover. Okay, wait, hold on, back up a second. Are you? Did I just hear that right? Michael Sartain, who runs the Men of Action program. Does a podcast? I feel like you're in here a few times a week, yeah. doing shows. I'm here twice today. Actually. You're out borderline every single night. I don't know if your curfew's still midnight. Uh, no, my curfew's four a.m. Oh, four a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but you're only in the club. You uh, go to multiple I, clubs I'm, in I'm, the night. I have a I have a girlfriend now, so maybe twice a week we. Okay, go yeah. so and you have a girlfriend when you have time. To play Madden. Ultimate team? <laughs> yeah. So let's just say I have a podcast coming up. So I have one tonight and one to, uh, on uh, one on Friday. Right. I'll sit there and I'll turn the sound off and I'll just listen to all the previous interviews and take notes and I'll play Ultimate Team. Okay. Yeah, that's how I do it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I spend I my like time. It. That's how I get through my audio books. I like it. My, yeah. last, my last football thing here, yeah. guys. I have a bet here. All right. It's, it's San Fran N- well, oh, I'm sorry, San Fran or the forty, San Fran 49ers or the Baltimore Ravens to win the championship. You could bet them and lay the yes minus one forty or the no plus one ten. It looks easy, right? You mm-hmm. say, oh, San Fran, I gotta go with that minus the one forty. The plus one ten is probably the right line there. Yeah, and and, and Circa's booking that, but you would think that it would be like, oh, San Fran. So you get one ten if neither of them win the Super Bowl. Um. Yeah, in other words, you get 110. You, yeah. you you get the rest of the teams. So in other words, if you're betting San Fran or Baltimore, San Fran or Baltimore, you're betting yeah. both to win together. the Super Bowl. Either one of those teams. It's minus 140. Minus 140. I, I would say either one the probability is less than 50%, but either but I'm sorry, e- either one specifically is less than 50%. Either one if, together, I think it would be more than 50%. I think I would say it's a better than 50% probability that one of those two teams win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Um, Are you going to bet? If anything, I'd bet the no. The I, would, no. I would take the juice on the other side. But that's just an interesting bet that yeah. that Circa put up. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, a little anyway. basketball real quick, just for Sartain. Knock, I, I just have knock, one question. Knock yourself out. I know you you hate NBA. I don't really love NBA. but I like college basketball. I, I know he basketball. is an astute student yeah. of the NBA. So if I was going to go to Circa right now and bet on someone to win the NBA championship... Oh man, it's tough. Uh, Who would you take right now? Or give me two teams. Give me two. Number one. So uh, Milwaukee made a huge, huge blunder by trading for Lillard. Their defense is terrible, uh, and I saw this happening. I just do not people think understand the defensive side of the of the ball. I think they made a huge blunder by doing this, uh, and because they did that, uh, they let their point guard go, and he got traded to uh, to Boston. Boston, I think, is the best team in the NBA right now. Uh, that would be the team that I would yeah. I would say plus suggest. three to one. Yes, the team that's going to come out of nowhere though that yes. hasn't played one single game healthy, not one, because Maxi Kleba has been hurt and they finally got Kyrie Irving back. Is the Dallas Mavericks? The Mavericks have not had a single game with all five of their starters out there, and when they do, they're going to be the most efficient offense in the NBA. Do they? I don't. Are they going to win an NBA championship? No, they can't. Defend. Oh, they can't. They can't defend. Okay. Uh, but but uh, in that thirty-five to one. Yeah, in the conference, uh, I I would see it's it's going to be Boston and in, in, uh, Denver. Playing in the uh, in the NBA championship. What are the year. odds for Denver? Denver's five and a half to one. Yep, Nuggets are. Uh, yeah, right. Denver Plus. is big. They have brought most of the team back. 
and they run their offense a really simple, efficient way through their seven foot tall big man who can who's the best passer in the NBA. So that's the team I see, uh, you know, uh, doing doing really well. Um, Did you like the Bucks a little bit? Uh, no, the buck. The, the problem is the Bucks when they when the Lillard can't defend at all. Like they're just ha- they're one. They went from one of the best defensive teams in the league to one of the worst, and and that's what happened when they traded. Um, I'm trying to remember Drew Holiday away, and so that, I think it's been a problem. But the thing is, them giving Drew Holiday away for for um, Lillard gave Boston the opportunity to trade for Holiday, and now Holiday is a better version of Marcus Smart, and that's why I think they're going to be a, they're going to be a, a terrible, terribly hard team to get out because they've got two way players on uh, at every position, including Porzingis. I just think they're going to be a problem. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. This was a, a little bit different of a podcast. I like more it. of a, yeah. We, we we got some good insight on on these playoff games this week, um, and uh, back to our regular scheduled kind of show next week. <laughs> I like this show. We yeah. talked about each game, and very unusual that I like. Uh, you know, some yeah. Some I'm games. shocked. I don't come. I I think I I think. You There's know, two the sides years, for you. All the years we've done this show, I don't think I've ever come on and say I like an NFL side. You rarely give out a pick no. on here. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's all about. Grinding out a couple percent on the sports books and hoping not to get thrown out like I've done back to back weeks. <laughs> he gets so bitter. <laughs> he uh, hates it. All right, gang. Anything uh anything we didn't bring up that you'd like to bring up? Hey, you know what it reminds me of is the yeah. guy who keeps going to a nightclub not spending any money and leaving with the hottest girls and then <laughs> and, then, wow. and then and then the nightclub bans that guy. Right. I've seen that happen before. Like a guy keeps coming up, he keeps keep walking in the VIP section, leaving with hot girls, and then the VIP house have the guys. That's kind of what this reminds me yeah, of. Right? Yeah, right? That's a so, good analogy. Uh, speaking of clubs though, now now so do you go to a, a couple clubs now? Now you say you have a girlfriend now, so you don't go as much. Yeah. When we like the DJ, we go up on stage and we'll watch whoever whoever like performing. Like Friday, okay. we're going to go see Dead Mouse. Okay, so mm-hmm. now uh, he, and I know that guy isn't right. Yeah. Does he put like a mask on or yeah. something? Yeah, 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 very good, Bill. Yeah, yeah. proud of you. Yeah. Where is Dead Mouse? I'm hip. Uh, Zook. I feel like he hasn't been here in a while. No? Yeah, no, he performs at Zook pretty frequently. Oh, okay. Where's, Where's that at? Uh, Zook is at Resorts World, or okay. I'll go see when Nightmare is at uh, Omnia. I'll go see him there. And then there's a few like maybe there's a few DJs I like to go see like when Calvin Harris is at Access, I'll generally go see that. Although my I, wife likes him. Yeah. He, Have um, you been to live yet? Yeah, yeah, it's great. How is it's it? Awesome. It's awesome. I saw um, saw Dave Grutman uh, there at uh, Poppy Steak right before it opened. It's it's cool. It's it's not as big as the Live in Miami, mm-hmm. uh, but it's good. And I've you know heard from other sources they they have a lineup of of a murderer's row of DJs that they're they going do. to have coming uh, to that place. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's going to be exciting to watch. I like the I like the way it's set up. Um, I know they're gonna there's apparently there's a back wall there with the the bar and they're gonna open that whole place up and have like a balcony where you can see the whole city. Mm. So I think that's cool. I really wish they would put some kind of club at the roof at the top of it. Like they have Starlight sixty six at Resorts World. I really wish they would do something like that at um at uh at uh, Blue. Wait, I don't know what Starlight Sixty Six is. Uh, it's on it Resorts World. If you go there, there's yep. a there's a bar that's on the sixty sixth floor. It's awesome. It's really okay. cool. It's everything's wood grain. It's really, really? really cool. Yeah, I've had a couple of Do events. People, there. is it is it popular? Oh, uh, sometimes kind of they, 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 they rent it out for events, and okay. it's open on all sides, so you can see there's glass on all oh, the way, wow. like like, uh, like two hundred and seventy degrees of glass. It's pretty pretty awesome. And last thing, real quick, since we talked about live Fountain Blue, mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous. It could be this isn't the best time to judge a new casino yet. Okay. Right? And I'm hoping it's that. Right. The casino's empty, man. No one's playing really? table games. Oh, wow. you've been there and you've seen that? Twice. Wow. No one's really playing table games. Okay. Yeah. I've been there at night. and Now, it was during the week. It wasn't a weekend, so yeah. I'll give them that. So daytime. And it was, you know, Christmas week, so it just could be that. But the table minimums are insane. The sports book this last Sunday, I wasn't there, but a friend of mine said table minimums for, for the sports book, $5,000 and they're all empty. I, I've heard that complaint. How are they, how are they how screwing this up? charging 5000 to sit down and watch a game? I heard That's this. not the, 
I heard model that. here, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think a lot of people think that you can just re replicate what they do at the win, and I think a lot of these places don't understand the vertical integration in these casinos. Meaning, like they have an entire process where the high roller is picked up, taken to the uh, to the suite, and then greeted by a host, and the host knows exactly where to take them, ending up at the end of the night with a briefcase full of cash or empty of cash, and then at uh, a dance floor table at the nightclub. Like the, There's a thing at the win where it's this vertical integration where from beginning to end, everything is just sort of seamless. Yep. These other places don't have that, and they, they just wonder why the Palm struggles, and it's because they can't they can't master that same level of integration. You would think all these MGM properties would be able to do it because they're all connected with one another, but the wind seems to know how to do that better than anyone. Yeah. Um, and the, the other thing is, and this is like, this is not a knock on anything. Obviously, Jason Strauss is probably one of the most successful guys in this whole city. For sure. But he his company isn't owned by the casinos. Whereas the wind nightlife is owned by the casino. That means even if the, the nightclub takes a loss, it doesn't matter the casino owns it. That is one advantage that Fountain Blue is going to have is that, They'll, they're fine to take a loss because all they care about is the table games, like you said. So, But it's strange that the table games aren't doing that well. Yeah. All they care about is the gambling. So for, you understand, Jason Strauss doesn't care about the, the, the gambling. Right. His concern is the revenue of the nightclub. Sure. Whereas if, if, the, if the casino owns the nightclub, then the concern is let's entertain the high roller with pretty girls so that he continues to spend money and lose money for us. Uh, and, right. and so we can make money on that, on that whole thing because it's one pot of money for them. Yeah. Whereas if you're, we're talking about you know, Tal Hakasan, then it's two pots of money. It's the, it's yeah. the, it's the public, it's the, it's the, uh, you know, it's the company, Tal Hakasan, along with the, the actual casino. And I didn't bring that up because I'm hating on Fountain Blue either. Yeah. I, it, have you been in there? I like it's it. gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. so like nice. Place. Like I want that place yeah. to win. I yeah. just, I'm nervous. It's a tough part of the strip. And I, I think the, they have to start lowering the minimums and lowering these, uh, these fancy $5,000 things to sit down and watch a game. Stations is booking their games, I believe. We're partners with them in a revenue share, booking in the sports book. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get you know how they – no one wants to sit and it's down. And it's a nice sports book. The what? setup is yeah. great in there. The, all the seating's great. The actual seating is so comfortable. Yeah. At every any chair in that building, whether you're sitting in a slot machine at any of those little bars in the on the casino floor, like they got everything right. They just need to fine tune this. What? Yeah, uh, the, my answer is always the same. Just get prettier girls. Like that's always. I agree with you. That's always like. It's, isn't it weird how people haven't figured out that the best currency on the planet? Yes. Is pretty girls. As, as it becomes more politically incorrect to say that, yeah, and you start seeing the guys who actually do it have more success. Right. Like again, I remember CES used to be nothing but stunners at every single booth, and they've stopped doing that. Yeah. And, and lowest turnout ever this lowest week. Lowest turnout ever. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like I just, I'm gonna keep reminding people, like it doesn't matter if you're a man or if you're a woman. Places are more comfortable, more fun, and more friendly when there's just more women there. If you just did that, if these casinos would just grasp that one concept, yeah. everything would be better. They, they, all these places would be completely packed. And I know I said one more thing, and I'm going to add one more thing. What were you going to say just no, now? No, I want to know how much it is to go see like a guy like the Dead Mouth. Well, the dead mouse? Dead oh, mouse? I mean, if you live here, it's free. Like, like here, I could just walk in. Oh, so, yeah. so by us being locals, we, we get in free? Yeah, well, you'd need to like you need to establish that they know you on a regular basis. Okay. And it would also help if it was like, you know, three guys and eight girls. Right. That would also help. Right, uh, right. To get in so would not be fold up a $100 bill and give it to someone, too? I, I mean, you could do that, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, I wouldn't. Uh, we don't want to say that publicly because yeah. the uh, hosts are not allowed to take tips. <laughs> not allowed to take tips. No, they're not allowed to take tips I've like tipped that. out thousands of hosts. Thousands and thousands. I think casino hosts can, but I don't know if nightclub hosts can. I've tipped out nightclub hosts. Thousands. Don't say that. Okay. okay. All right. Anyway, the, the point is, if you're a local, especially on an industry night, no problem whatsoever. If you have any girls with you, no problem whatsoever. But it helps if you know a couple of the hosts beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I haven't met in ten years, but ten years ago, that was that's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the way you get it. Uh, okay. Last, my last thing. I promise this time. Have you been to Durango yet? 
Uh, no, I, some. Uh, uh, what are you Moose, doing? Moose told me about it. He's working over there. Musafa, he's he's, yeah. he's he's working over there. I haven't been there. It's yet. great. Is uh, it? Bel Air is like their little lounge. Mm-hmm. is really cool. I haven't been there at night yet, just in the daytime. Uh, but the sports book's great. Um, you you love Durango, right? Yeah. You know I'm pro Durango because I'm great two minutes no, I live it's, two it's, minutes away. Is that great. it? Yeah. My my uh, my animal hospital where I my I take all my rescues is next door, and so is the VA hospital okay. or the, the VA my VA clinics right next door. Well, that's Durango. nice yeah. to know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's that's a nice side of you. Yeah. So, so you, yeah. you'll actually. Rescue. Oh, he rescues yeah. cats yeah. like it's nobody's I'm, business. I'm, I'm number 11 right He now. can give it's any great, crazy man. cat lady a run for her money. Oh, oh, you have 11 at the house? No, no, no. I've had, over the last 20 years, I've had 11. I've How many are at the house right now? Three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. There's, there's only, if, if I, I can show you, I can show you my Twitter account. I have one person every month. Every month I give out, I, I literally give money to one person every month. It's not a lot. It's $3 a month. I give this guy, Niall Harbison. He rescues and saves animals all the time. I also donated a couple hundred bucks to him throughout the year. I would love giving money to charities when it comes to yeah. rescuing. So you actually you're rescuing cat. You go to that rescue hospital and they they work with you. No, uh, what, that's the hospital where I take my cats after I rescue them. But I have one of my cats I got was abandoned outside the hospital. They oh, called wow. me immediately, like we're looking for a home, and I just took the I took the cat. Oh wow, yeah, I love it. That's uh-huh. great. That's yeah. great. I love it. Michael Sartain, thank you for joining. Thanks us. for joining us, Michael. Of all course, right. man. Bill, I will see you next all week, right. and we will see all of you next week on Wisecrack. <laughs>